Happy Friday, Conspiracy Theories listeners. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode with our guest, Justin Sales. If you haven't listened yet, check it out. I had a great time chatting with Justin about his new podcast, The Wedding Scammer, and digging into the extremely entertaining story of infamous wine con man Rudy Kernawan. Enjoy this preview of The Wedding Scammer. It's out now and available wherever you listen to podcasts. My scammer story starts way before people say this guy ruined their weddings and long before I put on a wire in Houston. It starts back in 2016 with a dream. And it starts like a lot of ill-advised dreams do. With a move to Los Angeles. So I'm from the East Coast, Rhode Island to be exact. I know, you probably hear the accent. But like so many New Englanders before me, I wanted to escape the cold for sunshine and traffic for a fresh start after spending most of my life in one place. So I do something kind of dumb. I pack my bags and I take whatever money I have saved and I drive across the country with my friend Leah and her dog Brutus. My plan is to reinvent myself, but the plan is not heavy on specifics. I have no job prospects. I have just a couple bucks and a couple old friends. I do have a place to live, but there's a catch. It's my friend's garage. The first night, we have to sweep it for Black Widows. A great start. I'm still living in that garage on February 24th, 2016, when two fateful things happen. The first is, I apply to work at The Ringer, which is just starting up. Like, the website doesn't even exist yet. And maybe it sounds silly, but a place like The Ringer is a dream job for me. The exact type of thing I came to LA for. Seriously. I would take any job there. Just get me in the door. So I stay up all night writing a cover letter, and I hit send on my resume, and I wait. Then just a few hours later, my phone rings. And my thirsty ass thinks it's someone from the ringer calling me, telling me to come in and start right away. But that's not who's calling. Instead, it's a staffing agency looking to fill a job. And this is the other big thing that happens to me that day. The person from the agency tells me she found me on LinkedIn. She's calling about a different media startup in town. Not The Ringer, but another new company. This one with a rich, motivated owner who wants to staff up quickly. He's launching a website that is, quote, like the Huffington Post, but better. I guess his plan is not heavy on specifics either. This is not my dream job, but it is a job. And maybe a good one. The work sounds interesting, and the lady on the phone is talking about a lot of perks. The company is also located in something called the Gas Company Tower in downtown L.A., a fancy job in a fancy building. There's only one thing that gives me pause, though. Admittedly, it's a big one. It's the name of this company, which is... Actually, I'm going to need a drum roll for this one. Newserati. That's the name of this place. You heard me. Newserati. It's news as in, well, news, then Arati, like Illuminati, Literati, Maserati? Look, I know naming things is hard, but even now, years later, when I tell people this story, 
They giggle or look at me like I'm nuts when I say the name Newserati. But you know what? Fuck it. Garage guys can't be choosers. So I agree to an interview for an editing position. And the next day, I take the train to the gas company tower, which is enormous. 52 stories. Newserati is up on the 35th floor in a WeWork. When I get up there, I notice how clean and bright everything is. The brand new shuffleboard table, the shiny kombucha taps, and the glass. Windows everywhere with views of LA stretching for miles. Just being up there, I feel like I've kind of made it. But I've still got a job interview to do, and it's with this guy. My name's Matt Gerlock. Matt Gerlock, a six foot five teddy bear in a cabbie hat with a beard and a Bernie 2016 sticker on his laptop. You can't help but like him right away. And I'm glad because Matt's the guy who's going to be deciding my future. I remember your resume was like, you went to school for journalism and then you worked for a paper in like Rhode Island. You were confident and you seem like a guy that could manage people. Somebody that I could rely on. Quickest I've ever landed a job in my life. But I'm still wrapping my head around this when the door bursts open. And in walks a person you're going to get to know very well this season. Our main character. What I remember seeing first is baby blue. A whole lot of it. A sweater of it. And inside that sweater is an Italian-looking man. Gold chain to match. About five foot seven and stout. Sunken eyes and a bulldog frown. Immediately, the energy shifts. The man introduces himself as Michael Esposito the founder and CEO of Newserati, my new boss. And let me set this scene. Michael is accompanied by his boyfriend Barrett and their teacup Yorkie named Kingston. And pretty much immediately, Michael starts, well, trying to impress me. He owns some big-time restaurants in New York. Also, he's got a rich dad and a mega-rich family. They made their money in coal back in Pennsylvania where Michael grew up. In fact, they're so rich that Michael has an enormous trust fund, which he's using to start his dream company, this company, Newserati. But the vibe is, how do I put this? Succession fails, son. Michael's like Kendall Roy without the polish. He's loud and cocky like dad didn't spring for etiquette lessons. And he also doesn't seem very interested in me, his newest employee. Michael speaks fast. You can't get a word in. It's overwhelming. Honestly, I don't know too many mega-rich people. Maybe they all act this self-involved. For Matt Gerlock, it's just part of the package. He wants everybody's eyes on him when he walks into a room. That plays into the whole eccentric air. Like, oh, you're a spoiled brat child. Someone must have spoiled you, really spoiled you so much. So you must have money. Michael Esposito. A rich guy trying to impress us, telling us how important he is, and selling us on a grand vision. Certainly no scam has ever started that way, right? 